honeys. <laughs> I hope you can't hear the blustering wind in the background. It is so windy outside and it's really cold. I don't know what my karma is, but I always end up in rooms that like the wind just comes straight through the window. Like, I don't know what it is. The only window in this house that the wind blows right through is the one that's right next to my bed. So I'm kind of cold. It's, it was like literally 65 degrees in Pennsylvania two days ago. It was like snowing today. I'm like, of course, why wouldn't you? Anyways, I really hope you're doing amazing. Happy Friday. If you're on video version, we're having a slumber party, babes. We are in bed. <laughs> it's literally 9.15 at night. I'm in bed, no makeup, in my fuzzies, in my cozies. And I wanted to record an episode that would just feel like we're at a slumber party because these are like, I don't know, I just sort of feel like I've been not overproducing, but I the videos and podcasts I've been making recently have been great, super informative, like I really enjoyed recording them, but I want to do more fun, lighthearted episodes because those are literally my favorite to listen to. Like I love listening to episodes where it's just people talking, but I feel like that gets a little difficult sometimes when you're just by yourself because I like can't really have oh my um phone's reminding me my bedtime is set for 10 p.m <laughs> grandma status um I feel like that sort of conversation is just hard to have by yourself so I tend to lean towards like you know educational things even though that's really not what I try to do like I'm not out here trying to educate people I just like to talk about my experiences I guess I could do more story times and fun things like that but maybe it's like also subconsciously just like I need to get out of the like what will perform well because I that doesn't always matter you know like I don't know I found myself like oh this will get more clicks I need to do this and it's like no stop um so yeah today I'm going to be doing an episode of something that I really enjoy talking about um because I love watching episodes like this I think they're so fun and Today we are going to be going through the subreddit, Am I the Asshole? And I'm going to be reading some of the subreddit posts that I've saved. I just went through Reddit and saved some. And we're going to be reading them and I'm going to be... Oh my god, my TikTok started playing. It's so embarrassing. I just opened my phone and TikTok was open. And I'm going to be telling you if I think these people are the assholes. Also, I want you to let me know in the comments if you think they're the assholes as well so if you listen on spotify or apple go to youtube leave me a comment there or what else can you do you can i don't know dm me on instagram if you think they're an asshole but i got a haircut today before we get into that i got a haircut today i think it looks orange i also got it dyed but just my money pieces i don't know i've never had money pieces done before it's like the front bits it does look orange on my camera. It's not. It's like a caramel brown. But some lights it looks orange. Some lights I love it. Some I hate it. This current one is making me hate it. But I don't want to hate it. So I'm going to stop looking at myself. <laughs> um, but I just got some layers put in. I'm all... Ew, my hair looks... Don't look at me right now. I'm going to turn my video off and it's just going to be audio version. I'm just kidding. I'm feeling insecure today for some reason. That's just honesty. We're on a sleepover, remember? I can't lie. Ever since being back in Pennsylvania, I think I said this in a recent episode, I've been feeling insecure and like really down on my body. I've been loving who I am as a person a whole lot, but feeling down on my body. 
and just like feeling ugly and it's so sweet because my grandmother is like the sweetest soul and I was working today just like on my laptop and she just looks at me and goes you're so pretty and I was like oh god that's so sweet of you anyways let's get into it am I the asshole I love actually I'm gonna I almost just lied to you I was gonna say I love reddit oh my god trigger warning I literally forgot I had my Invisalign in for so long sorry that's horrible to listen to I cannot believe I just recorded four minutes of this podcast with a lisp I'm hating my hair as I'm looking at it let me tussle it up really quickly I was about to sit here and lie to you and say I love reddit I don't understand reddit still to this day I'm getting better at understanding it I think sometimes um but I don't really know what's going on ever Reddit's just one of those things, like, you know, I don't know if this is anyone else will get this, but like when you first downloaded Twitter, when I first downloaded Twitter, I did not understand the app at all. I'm still like that with Reddit. I just, I mean, I get it to an extent, but I also don't get it. Like, I remember um, I was listening to a podcast. Yeah, if you're on video version, I'm trying to fix my hair to get to a point when I look at myself in the camera, I don't want to cry. <laughs> I don't hate my hair. I actually really love it, but just... Okay, when I get up close, that's a good sign. I think I look better when I'm up close. Okay, I'm obsessing over my looks right now and I need to stop. What was I going to say? Oh, I, I was listening to a podcast once and this girl literally said, like, oh, what's the first app you open? Or, yeah, what's the first you... Oh, dear God, Allison. What's the first app you open when you get on your phone in the morning? And they were like, oh, text, email, which is like terrifying to get on text i actually get on email first thing in the morning that's so scary and this girl said reddit and i was like what are you possibly doing on reddit that is that important i just don't i guess i just don't get reddit so we're gonna be going through are you the asshole nope i'm just lying we're gonna be going through am i the asshole and if you aren't familiar with reddit basically there's like subreddits um for different topics so there's like It'll be r slash, and that's how you know it's a subreddit, but it'll be like r slash scary stories, r slash houseplants, and you like r slash you season four, or just like you the show. And it's like little communities of people who enjoy this certain thing, and you can join them, and there's like discussions, and it's really cool. Like, it's really, really cool, especially if you have niche hobbies. I love it um, for just like niche interests of mine. It's really cool. I'm sure there's one for knitting which I should join, um, but r slash am I the asshole is essentially just this subreddit that was created, and people just go on there and post, like, am I the asshole for blah, 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 and then people in the comments will literally tell you, like, yes, you're the asshole because of this, or no, you're not because of this, so I'm not just going through and judging people, like, people are literally asking, am I the asshole for this, and it's so fun, I love podcasts who do am I the asshole episodes where they, like, go through ones they've saved and then discuss if they think this person's the asshole or not. Since I'm doing this alone, I would love to know your thoughts and opinions on these ones that I've saved. I think I saved some good ones, um, but also maybe I've been really wanting to have guests on. Oh my god, guys. Also, I was a guest on a podcast. My first ever podcast I went on as a guest. It was my clients. It's called The Alchemist Inkwell. It's like they do like a spiritual podcast. Um, the one host is an astrologer and they're really awesome. And the other and they're both authors. And the other host, Emily, my client, 
it, I guess they're both my client because it's both their podcast, but Emily is a psychic and they're both really, really cool people. Um, and they're authors and we talked about, um, ADHD and neurodivergency and a bit about spirituality. Um, so if you want to go listen to that, do it, but it was a really cool experience because 2023 is like a year I'm manifesting, stepping into that a lot more, you know, making a lot more content with other people and being guests on my favorite podcast. Like that was my thing. I want to, I'm manifesting that I will be a guest on the podcast I listen to all the time. Um, so this was a really good place for me to start with people that I'm comfortable with and that I know. Um, anyways, but I want to eventually start having guests on my podcast. I think, let me know if you guys would like guests on here because sometimes I just feel like it's just our little escape safe place and like I love the idea of having people on here but also I'm like is it what we want because I don't know I feel like the vibe might switch up once we start having guests on here maybe uh, but like I really want to I literally had an episode where I recorded with a friend of mine and I never posted it because it just wasn't the vibe so just know that like I'm very protect protect your peace and I'll protect my vibe over here don't you worry um nothing against that friend it just like wasn't it wasn't for growing pains you know so anyways I don't know what I'm talking about let's dive into am I the asshole and listen up I'm about to tell you if you're the asshole and I'll be honest don't worry no sugarcoating first one am I the asshole for disregarding my roommate's greatest fear off the bat so intrigued let's read more Fake names, and we're both 26 female. Um, I moved in with my roommate, Julia, in December. Julia and I knew each other through friends of friends, but hadn't really interacted much before. She needed a roommate, and I needed a place to... Huh? She needed a roommate, and I needed a place, so our friends put us together. Hey, Allison, that wasn't hard to read at all. Don't know why I got confused. We get along okay, but we're really different in a lot of ways, and I wouldn't call us friends. I was excited because the house had a fireplace and they're super common here, but I've been living in a studio apartment for years. There's a hair on my microphone. She didn't say that. Studio apartment for years. Okay. And you want a fireplace? Totally get it. I started setting up a fire one night. Oh God. (laughs) Okay. I I started setting up a fire one night my first week there and Julia absolutely lost her shit. As it turns out, Julia is terrified of fire. All fire. Absolutely petrified of it. I can't say if it's a full-scale phobia or if it's just an extremely intense fear. I don't know if I just can't read in general, but like I feel I, I want to apologize for my poor reading skills right now. So I didn't light it, but I was pretty upset that she didn't mention she wouldn't allow anyone to use the fireplace when I was looking at the house. I'm not allowed to light candles either, and she unplugs every appliance. Oh my god. And she immediately after anyone uses it th- because she thinks, okay... So that wasn't on me. She won't let you light candles and she unplugs every appliance immediately after anyone uses it because she thinks it'll start a fire. Okay. I try to respect her wishes, but I like fireplaces. I like candles and we should all be able to find something we can both agree on. Agreed. She refuses to compromise an inch and I'm really sick of it. So last night when she was planning on sleeping at her boyfriend's, I lit a fire in the fireplace, lit a couple of candles and settled onto a couch to read for a while. Oh, God. Julia's boyfriend apparently started feeling sick because she turned up at home around 10 p.m. and freaked the fuck out when she saw, hyperventilating and screaming at me that I couldn't do that. I reminded her that she said she wouldn't be home, which was not helpful. (laughs) 
She went outside for a while to calm down and then demanded I come outside and talk to her. She said that I had broken the rules and endangered her. She said that it was her place, so she had more of a say than me, which really pissed me off. It's a rental. She lived here with another girl before me, but I've signed a lease with our landlord and we pay equal amounts, so calling it her place is completely unfair. And I told her I'm not playing this hierarchy game with her and that I never agreed to her rules because she didn't have any rules to give me. Whoa. I finally lost my patience and didn't really hold back. I told her I could have a fire every single night if I wanted to and light candles all over my room and she can't tell me anything about it. I really tried to respect her feelings, but I don't know if I should even bother. She started crying and went to her room and is still in there now and it's the next day. I don't know if I feel bad or not. I feel like maybe I should because it's an extreme fear that's out of her control. Whoa. Um, I'm going to say you're first of all, that's wild. Second of all, I'm going to say you're not the asshole because my thing is is like yes it's so important to be considerate of other people but like at the end of the day our shit is our responsibility like her fears are her responsibility and it is absolutely unreasonable to tell you you can't light candles in your own room that's crazy like I even if it was like a I don't like toxins in the house like I don't like toxic candles maybe you know what I mean but like it's like you can't like I'm terrified of fire you can't do that that's not fair especially since she didn't tell you that before moving in like it would have been nice to know you can never light that fireplace which is one of the main reasons you wanted to move into that house I think you were incredibly considerate for never really like bringing it up to her before then or you know just like respecting it and doing it when she wasn't going to be there because how are you endangering her if she wasn't even going to be there, you know? Like, I'm not invalidating her fear. Everyone has fears for whatever reasons, and she has every right to be afraid of fire. But also, like, she has no right to tell you that that's more her place than yours, that you have to follow her rules. Like, she has no right to do any of that. She's out of pocket. I'm not going to say she's the asshole, but actually, yeah, I might. Um, you're definitely not the asshole for that. I wouldn't feel bad. You did absolutely everything you could and more. Most people would have been like, hey, bitch, get over it. I'm lighting this fire. Um, So, yeah, you're not the asshole. Okay. Everyone else is agreeing you're not the asshole. So, I hope you found closure there. Next. Oh, this was, oh, my God. These were all posted, like, recently, like, five hours ago. Am I the asshole for not deleting pictures of my ex? Whoa. Okay, let's get into it. Am I the asshole for not deleting pictures of my ex? My ex and I took a lot of pictures of us on dates, vacations, and things like that, but also other pictures and videos. Oh my god. I did not know. By the way, I didn't read any of these before I got into it. I just saw the title and went. So I did not know this was going to be this way. So trigger warning. We eventually broke up. It happens. No hard feelings. We're still friends. We just weren't right for each other. They started dating someone else. It got serious. They got married or they're getting married. I'm not sure how it came up in conversation, but my ex told their fiance about the pictures. Fiance wants the pictures and videos deleted. Oh, you're still friends. Wait, hold on. I need to tighten my mic. Sorry. Why is it so loose and making weird creaking sounds? I'm sorry if you hear it's going to be over soon. (laughs) (laughs) okay you're still friends gotcha and it came up in conversation interesting fiance wants the pictures and videos deleted fair i don't share these out there with anyone they're mine i don't really want to erase them my ex is pissed off at me i told him just to lie to his fiance he says that i'm being kind of a bitch and he erased all the pictures he has of us that sounds like a him problem not a me problem 
I'm going to say you're the asshole. Absolutely. If someone, if, if you break up with someone and they are asking you to delete naked videos and pictures of them, you absolutely have to do that. Like, they consented for you to have those videos and pictures at the time when you were together. If they are now removing consent, like, you absolutely have to respect that. If they don't want you to have those, like, delete them. Absolutely. I feel like that's, like, an unspoken rule. After you and a partner break up, you delete any intimate photos or videos you have of or with them. Delete. Immediately. Like, that's creepy. That's weird. Delete them. Even if they don't, like, they shouldn't have to ask you. I never asked my exes to delete them, but, like, fully expected. If you keep that, weird as hell. Delete them. Unless they give you consent to keep them. Otherwise, delete. I hope that's not a hot take. Um, Actually, I don't care if it's not a hot take. That's weird. Like, absolutely so weird. And I'm not even going to mention, like, the fiancé because it doesn't matter. I don't care if they're single for the rest of their life. If they don't want you to have those pictures anymore, delete them. It's not about their fiancé or them getting married. It's about them not wanting you to have the pictures and you refusing to delete them. Literally, what the hell? Yeah, you're the asshole, 100%. Okay, next. Am I the asshole for not sharing with my stepson? Oh, let's see, Cheryl. I don't know their name. I'm married to a man who has three children who are with us 50% of the time. Prior to our relationship, I lived on my own. I've been in their lives for about seven years, and as I have no biological children, I've always treated them as they are my own kids. I play with them, help with homework, support them at their games, recitals, etc., pick them up from school when needed, speak to them firmly if necessary, but most of their discipline is done by their father. We've always had a good relationship. The oldest is almost 16 and will be driving. My husband wants to teach him how to drive with my old car and wants him to have it when he gets his license. Honestly, I don't really want to give it to him for a couple of reasons. When I learned to drive, my parents had us drive their very old minivan for at least a year after we got our license because most teens still need time to become experienced drivers. And if we got into an accident, at least we wouldn't be wrecking a new car. It felt safer, whatever. Um, so now my husband wants his son to take my old car. I know logically it makes sense, but I just don't really want any. I really don't want anything to happen to it honestly I don't really care (laughs) like I think it's your car you get to say but like I don't really care about this (laughs) sorry to break it to you I don't care about this at all so I'm moving on god I sounded like a bitch but like it's just a car and it'll be fine I don't think it's a big enough situation I don't know that just you'll figure it out I trust you and your husband to figure it out you guys seem great And you're not listening to this. I don't want to read this either. I want a good juicy one. Um, Would I be the asshole for telling my boyfriend before getting married I want to live by myself? Interesting. My boyfriend, 35 male, and I, 25 female, have been together for two years now. Don't get me wrong. I love him, but recently I'm questioning on living together. I realized since I started working from home... I started doing all the housework regardless of the situation. When I go on lunch breaks, I clean... Or when I go on lunch or breaks, I clean. When he comes home on break, he goes into his room. He goes into his room and plays the game. Oh my god, I hate that phrase. If you are with a man, 
okay, maybe I'm so wrong for this, but like, I don't think I would ever be with someone again who says I'm playing the game. That sentence, literally the phrase playing the game. What do you mean playing the game? Is there's just one universal game? What are you talking about, kid? That's scary to me. Okay, first red flag, 35 years old, and he plays, quote-unquote, the game. What is the game? Is there one universal game that I'm missing out on? I've had so many guys, that's the biggest red flag in a guy to me, if they say, I'm playing the game. Okay, bye. Bye. I don't know why I hate that, but I've never had a good experience with a man who told me he's playing the game. Like, play video games all you want, but be like, oh, I'm playing this video game. I'm playing the game. What do you mean the game? Just say you're playing Xbox at very least or playing PlayStation, but the game, what is it? Most cases, Fortnite, um, Fortnite, Madden, or 2K. And all of those scaring me. I'm not going to judge a person off of their video game usage, but just don't say you're playing the game. Dear God, especially if you're 35, kid. And especially if you're coming home from work first thing you're doing is yeah okay um let's see where am i at i've brought it up saying it's unfair i do the cooking and cleaning every day he says he works 12 hour days and he's tired oh get over it (laughs) mind you he works swing shifts so he works three days off then two days and vice versa so that leads to me taking care of everything including on his day off now i'm in the market for a house and wondering if i even want to go on alone with him um and you're worried if it might start problems. So would I be the asshole during the engagement period to live by myself so he can realize how to take care of himself? No, you would not be the asshole. God, no. First of all, I think it's important to live by yourself at some point in your life. Second of all, I think he really desperately needs to live by himself. And I think you need to both just like have separate living spaces so he can figure himself out so you can experience how much you enjoy living alone and then you can come back together and like not have this issue hopefully but I think also it will show him like I can't do this anymore like I'm not gonna do this for the rest of my life so figure it out while we're apart and like apart is in living apart you're not the asshole for that even if that issue wasn't there you wouldn't be the asshole for wanting to live by yourself I think it's so valid and so important to live by yourself but let alone when you're literally doing everything and it's going unappreciated to me okay this is like obviously this person isn't listening well maybe there's a slight chance but like in my opinion that's breakup worthy this is such a hot take but if I'm with someone and we're living together and they refuse to help me with cooking cleaning anything and they expect me to do all of it that's breakup worthy I am not your maid I am not your mother clean up after yourself help me out not even just clean up after yourself cleaning up after yourself is the bare minimum but like 50 50 babe this is not the 1930s i am not cooking clean i'm not a stay-at-home wife i'm not doing the cooking cleaning laundry all of that no i if like the fuck absolutely not you're still working from home my love like this girl's literally still working don't ever clean cook do all that shit for a man unless he's paying for everything unless you don't have to work a day in your life and you get everything you want absolutely don't do all of that for him for just ew no that's so gross to me because to me there's more there like 
it's not just not cooking, not cleaning up after yourself, not helping me around the house, not cooking. That's it's that's not it to me. It's the underlying issues there. Why do you expect me to do all of that? Why are you okay with putting all of that on me and not thinking about it? There's a lack of responsibility. There's a lack of accountability. There's a lack of empathy there, and I don't like it. Because also, I was raised around, like, I grew up seeing the women in my life take this slack, and it's like, there's always underlying issues. It's never just that. Because also, why do you want to get home and go straight to the game? You've had such a long day, 12-hour shifts, and you want to go play the game. You don't want to spend time with me. You don't want to, you know, I, that just is so frustrating to me. Like we can, I don't know. That's just so frustrating to me. I'm not your mother. You're not my child and I'm not your maid at all. So no, you're not the asshole. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) Um, oh my God, this one is wild and I'm really interested to read it. Am I the asshole for asking my boyfriend to get rid of gifts from his deceased ex? Gonna go out on a limb and say yeah from the bat, but we'll just sort of roll with the punches. I, 26 female, have been dating my boyfriend, 28 male, for six months now. Okay, first of all, way too new for anything like that to be happening. Um, My boyfriend dated this other girl. I hate that you call her this other girl when she's dead. Sarah for three years but she passed away shortly after being diagnosed with leukemia rest in peace Sarah three years passed and my boyfriend met me I knew about Sarah before the start of our relationship and I found it charming when he would talk about her it made me more drawn to him seeing how sensitive he can be uh this is weird am I the only one getting weird vibes you found it charming when your boyfriend would talk about his dead ex-girlfriend it made you more drawn what you were charmed by that that's weird is that not a weird thing to say or am i just overthinking it like you're charmed by someone talking about their trauma that's so weird to me okay a relationship has been perfect that is until i decided to play minecraft with him and his little brother in my attempt to bond more with oh and his little brother, in my attempt to bond more with the brother. I was exploring their quote-unquote home when I stumbled upon a room with a sign over it that read, Sunray Sunshine. Fake. What's that mean? When I asked about the room, my boyfriend said that it used to be Sarah's room. Turns out this whole place was built by Sarah, my boyfriend, and his brother. I began to feel jealous of Sarah. What? I thought I was making a special memory between us. Turns out I was just a visitor in their fondest memory of Sarah. I suggested we use the room for other purposes, but he said no, which I thought was odd. Since then, I've become much more aware of how much she still lingers in his life. Oh my god. I learned that all the trinkets slash plush on his house and desk were from Sarah. He also still stays in contact with her family and visits them on holidays. Whenever his family talks about Sarah, it's always about how perfect she was and that she saved his life. I feel like I'm competing with Sarah and that I will never be like her or be as loved as her. I decided to bring this up with my boyfriend. I told him how it's unhealthy to hold on to an ex for this long. What? He got upset and said he has no plans to let her go as he has and will always love her. He went on to a list about all the good things about her. Um, I told him that this does not reassure me that I'm a priority and that I would feel better if he were to get rid of gifts from her so that I'm not constantly reminded about her. He said he got upset. End of the conversation said, no, if you don't like my room, then don't go in it. 
now I'm constantly reminded of her. She's literally everywhere. It is almost the point where I fight the urge to roll my eyes. <gasps> my God. Sorry, I just realized the video version of this cut out for a while. Don't know how long because I was baffled, bamboozled reading this. Yeah, you're the asshole. Like, I don't know how to put this nicely, but for one, yeah, you are. <laughs> Also, just approaching this sub subject so harshly is, like, so horrible. And also, like, this is not just any ex. Like, this is someone he deeply loved that passed away. You know? Like, oh, God. I, like, you have every right to feel whatever you need to feel. It feels a bit like, to me, you're a bit insecure. But, like, he's not going to leave you for her. <laughs> And that's horrible to say, but, like, he's not, you know? And also, he's grieving. Someone he loved that clearly, like, helped him through a really hard time. Also, it's a Minecraft house. You, you wanted it to be special for both of you. Oh, my God. Babe, what? You're upset over a Minecraft house that a dead girl built get over it like get over it I think oh god because also like you have to remember outside of this situation people can end with like end the relationship and still have so much love for that person like it doesn't always have to be I hate you you know what I mean so even if this ex was still alive and they ended on good terms like he could still keep that minecraft house <laughs> you know like just trust your partner but also there's nothing to do with trust in this situation like someone he really cared about died you know like just let it be that unless he like I don't know if he I don't know I can't speak on like being with someone who's still mourning their ex because that has to be difficult but like it seems like he really cares about you, but is also just like, I'm not fucking getting rid of this. If someone asked me to get rid of something that someone I loved who passed away gave me or like I shared with them, get a grip on reality, babe. Anyways, next. Am I the asshole for not supporting my friend's pregnancy? Background, I, 22 female, have known P, what we'll call this person, 28 female for six years. We used to work together and then became friends. Since I've known her, she's jumped from job to job, never committing for more than a month or two. A year ago, she separated from her husband and started dating a new man who also separated from his wife. Here's where the story starts. P found out she's pregnant about 12 weeks ago. Since then, she has quit her job and her boyfriend is the sole income of the house. They are constantly struggling and barely making ends meet. Even when she had a job, they were struggling. Neither of them had their license or car. They always rely on friends, blah, 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 blah. Since finding out she was pregnant and quitting her job, she also got a cat. <laughs> she has had three dogs and a few cats in the past few years and always gives them up after a few weeks. Ooh, good to know. That does make a difference. Um, I'm having trouble supporting her through her pregnancy, knowing that her baby will be growing up in a tough situation. That's really hard. She hardly commits to things, and I feel like she will give up on this baby. Damn. I want to support her, but I don't support having a kid when you don't have a solid plan for raising a child. Agree wholeheartedly. Um, my partner, 31, feels the same way I do. Okay. This is a tough situation. 
She definitely sounds irresponsible and it's just so difficult because you can look at someone and like think you know exactly how a certain situation will turn out for them or think you know like for example over the summer someone very close to me who I looking at them like and could explain to you it would sound like this person is absolutely not fit to be a parent like does not need to have a child right now could not provide a child a good life all of these things that person ended up getting pregnant and I found it really hard to support this person and um I sort of expressed that to them because it was someone very 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 close to me and I talked to my therapist about it first so I wanted to make sure I wasn't overstepping any boundaries and maybe I was I don't know but also, if I come, like, I don't want to tell you who this is because I don't want to say anything just because I want to respect this person's privacy, but, like, they already have one child, and I was very present in this child's life growing up, um, so I just sort of told this person, like, how I was feeling, you know, just, like, I really don't think this is a good idea. I know, like, it seems really exciting to have a baby, I get it, but, like, please really think about this child. Look at, like, your living situation. Look at your job. I know it sounds exciting, but, like, you're barely making ends meet right now, and I'm saying this from a place of love. I love you so much, and I know you will love this child with your whole heart, but, like, sometimes love isn't all it takes, and I just want you to think about this. And if you really think this through and you still think this is a good idea and, like, all these things, then I will support you in your decision. And that was really hard for me. And I'm not going to say what ended up happening there. But, like, I just am a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. Everything will work out for a reason. And I was listening to a book called, um, an audio book called The Game of Life and How to Play it by by Florence. Let me re-say this. I was listening to an audio book on YouTube called The Game of Life and How to Play it by Florence Shovel Shin or something like that. It's really good. And in the audiobook, there's a section on it that talks about how to let go of situations that you are worrying about that aren't in your control. And there was this part that basically just like said, you say to the universe or to God or to nobody, whoever you or whatever you believe in or don't. Basically, like, I trust that if this event is not meant to happen, it will be taken care of. And it will go in whatever way it needs to, but I trust that it will be taken care of. And also, if this thing is meant to happen, then I give it my entire support. Like, if this was truly planned out and it is happening in, like, divine timing and it's exactly what's meant to happen, I give it my undivided love and attention. You know what I mean? I'm not saying this right, but basically it was just, like, I give it my blessing. And if it's not meant to happen, then I trust that it will be taken care of. And that really helped me through that. But you can't tell someone, I don't know, like, if this is, like, your best friend, God, that's hard. Because especially, like, if you are someone who wasn't, you know, who was neglected as a child or who was raised by parents who weren't ready to have you and it traumatized you, like, I can only imagine how hard it is to sit around and watch someone do that to a child, like, I know how it feels. So, like, you have every right to put a boundary there and separate yourself and walk away. But also, like, it is, like, one of those situations to, like, please be there for your friend because pregnancy is hard. 
and yes this person sounds really irresponsible but also like i'm sure they aren't just a maniacal that's not the right word cynical i don't know if that's the right word either i'm sure they don't have bad intentions and i'm sure they really do want to love all these things their animals and their babies to the fullest extent of their ability and i'm sure they're really scared right now so like be there for them if you can but also if you can't i totally understand that i don't think you're the asshole but i think if you're mean to them about it then you would be the asshole um and maybe like some of you think I'm the asshole for what I said to that person in my life. Like I said, I did talk to my therapist about it before I did that because I wanted to be like, am I the asshole if I say this? But it was a person who was close enough to me who I felt like I had every right to say what I said based off of our previous situations. Um, and I'm not going to get any deeper into that. I am going to end this episode here because it's bedtime. It's 10 o'clock. I'm somehow sweating now. My laptop's going to die and my phone's going to die. I do have a couple more of these. If you guys are interested in hearing more, whoop, interested in another episode like this, let me know. If you're like, Allison, absolutely hated this. You made no sense and you can't read. <laughs> I get that as well. I just wanted to try it out. I felt like it would be fun. I had fun. I'm t- I talk way too fast. I'm so sorry. Anyways, I'm going to leave. And by leave, I mean end this episode. I leave for Europe in two weeks, guys. How exciting. I don't know when you're listening to this. I think this will go up this Tuesday. It's currently Friday the 17th. Oh my god, I'm gonna burp. Um, but I leave for Europe on March 1st. Also, got a new therapist, start next week. Hell yeah. Anyways, so great chatting with you guys. You know, I always love you so much. Thanks for always supporting me. Thanks for being here. If you're listening on YouTube, give it a thumbs up, comment, subscribe, please like, please comment and please subscribe. It really helps me. I like to know if you guys are liking them. Um, so at least a like, but when you comment, it really makes me so happy because I'm like, I see that there's actual people watching it. I don't know how to explain it. Just seeing views doesn't really compute in my brain. So seeing people comment is like, wow, someone's actually there. Even if you just comment, hi, I'll love it. Um, but my YouTube is Allison LaRue. I will be posting all of my Europe travel, solo travel vlogs there. Instagram and TikTok at the Allison LaRue, A-L-Y-S-O-N-L-A-R-U-E. Um, what else? Oh, if you're on Spotify or Apple, give me a rating, follow, subscribe, whatever you do. And that'll be all, folks. <laughs> um, I love you so much. Take care of yourself. Until next time, you deserve healthy love. Bye, honeys.